You are now listening to the Bunt, the People's Podcast, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Give me my goddamn Vans. And this week, it's all about Vans debuting the Versa Hoodie DX. Never has a time-honored staple had so much built in. The Versa Hoodie DX's ubiquitous look showcases an evolution of style, comfort, and skateboard functionality all in one. No matter how hard you skate, the Versa Hoodie DX is constructed to breathe easy, repel water, and handle wear and tear. The hooded sweatshirt is a mandatory piece in every skateboarder's closet, so quit messing around with them dollar store pieces and step your game up to the Vans Versa DX. The good folks over at Vans blessed us with that one of one Vans Versa, the bunt embroidered hoodies, and you know we never leave the house without them. Vans, off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. Drop that bitch. We on FaceTime still. Yeah, I'm saying it's the ghost. I'm with my main man D Jones. Well, I'm not technically with him. Signing in from Miami. Yeah, I'm saying we got Antoine behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still, bro. We somehow at the halfway point. B. Fucking time flies when you're having fun, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, right now you're probably having a little bit more fun than I am. The kids down in South Beach. Working those legs out at the beach. It's gonna be back on the board ready for summer. And uh, hey man, I'm happy we could at least get the FaceTime popping. Miss you, big dog. Hell yeah. I mean, I'd say I miss you too, but. You don't uh, have to. I'm in South Beach, so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I feel you there, dog. So this uh, week. Yo, man, shouts, to, shouts to our brother Cody, real quick. Happy 3030 Brotherhood. Much love. I'm bummed I missed the party. My man was in fine form on Saturday night, St. Patrick's Day. He uh, he got to go to the Leaf game, man, where we uh, smacked the shit out of Montreal for zip. So you know it was a good one for him. Damn. Yeah, he's DMing me at like five in the morning. <laughs> I know my man had a nice buzz on. You know, <laughs> but stringing some steam whistles for sure. <laughs> so the halfway point. It's a big episode. We have a great friend of the show, good friend of ours, met through the podcast. Feedback Ted, Ted Barrow, Switchback Tail, and Margarita King in the building. And man, we couldn't be happier. After that, you know what time it is. It's the post office. We got another voice note, my dog. We rolling like we the goddamn Houston Rockets right now. And then it's <laughs> on to the rundown, big dog. Yo, let's fucking get into it, man. Like Donald said, Ted, friend of the show, so hyped to have him on. I can't wait to do that Switchback Tail shove this summer. Oh man, you know that calls for a trip to the Lower East Side of New York City, so you know I'm down for that. I'll try and uh, hit it with a back 50 or something. So uh, as y'all know, make sure to like us on Facebook at The Bunt. Follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Keep sending them emails into TheBuntLive at gmail.com. And dog, I got word. The clothes are on their way. They are in transit right now, so you know TheBuntLive.com is the real deal. And it's gonna, the shop's gonna be restocked any second, man. Oh shit, yo, that's exciting news. 
Might have to send me a box down here in Miami, you dig? <laughs> okay. <laughs> My man, only one thing left to do. Crack the steam whistles. It's Teddy time. Let's get this party popping. got Ted Barrow, aka Feedback Ted in the building, inside Studio E. How's it hanging, man? Uh, I'm chilling, man. I'm having a beer. I had a Slim Jim. I'm fucking living. <laughs> the the all-American diet, man. Tell us about the yeah. bacon, egg, and cheesers to start the day. Um, yeah, dude, that's that's kind of an everyday thing. $3.25 in the South, in the Bronx gets you a really unhealthy but filling sandwich and a coffee. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Convenience store fine dining. How are you not fat, bro? Uh, my my weight fluctuates. So I'm not sure. I think uh, I think it's all the hate. You know, like I run on hate, and that that burns a lot of calories. If you saw my DMs, you would lose 20 pounds, bro. <laughs> Sweat, he's sweating, man. Hey, oh, maybe you need to, maybe you need to get a little bit greasier out here. Go start talking yeah, some shit. Uh, I can't believe. I mean. You guys talk about getting hated on in your, you know, like in the comments or whatever, but you don't know the hell in which I have inhabit. Bro, you bring some of that on yourself, fucking oh, answering I do. I do. all, I all of it, all I guess. Of it. Answering all these people, man. Jesus. And posting it. It's because you post it that people probably just want to take people. shots just to get yep. posted. I know. And I'm, the problem is, is like, I'm smart enough to like know how to like maneuver within that conversation, but I'm stupid enough to get my feelings really fucking hurt. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, no, I ain't, I ain't trying to get my feelings hurt on the daily, so I'm going to keep my hate levels where they are. Yeah, but it keeps you slim. Keeps you slim. That's fuck. That's true. You can't decide, man. <laughs> yeah. A little chubby know. or talk some shit, take the hate. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I'll be skating again this summer, so I'll, I won't be worrying about getting fat sitting on my ass drinking steam whistles. You're pretty yeah, self-conscious yeah. about that, man. You got to shake that one. Fat and happy or skinny and hated? It's a, it's a tough choice. <laughs> I'll go skinny and hated. Fuck it. Bless it. The Ted recipe for success. So the first <laughs> question of every show, what's your favorite skate moment and then your favorite uh, sports moment? So they're actually the same thing. It's a crazy one. 1992, Portland Trailblazers playing the Chicago Bulls. And I was, I'm always, I've always rooted for the underdog. So I was like into the Blazers. They won like the second game or some shit. And I had just started skating again. I had spent like nine months... I was like 15, not skating, and I was learning flip tricks and shit. And I got so hyped that the Blazers won that I went out into my carport and landed a fucking first 360 flip. Ooh. Damn. You know what? After I landed that 360 flip, that was the last fucking basketball game I ever watched and the last time I gave a shit about sports. And no disrespect, because I love your guys' like, sports talk, but that was, that was seriously the last game I watched. That's fucked. The How could you get so hyped on ball that it made you stop? The tray flip did it for him. <laughs> yeah, like, because I landed a 360 flip. <laughs> I, la I landed over. a fucking 360 yeah. flip. Yeah, but, come on. But it was off the stoke of a basketball game. It truly was, but I just know that that was the last... I was trying to think of an answer to that question. I realized that that was true. First 360 flip, last ball game, I've done. So tell us, take us back in time a little. Tell us about growing up and how you eventually got into skating. I was born on a hippie commune in Northern California with no running water or electricity. And I grew up in Texas. I started skating the summer of 1988 when I was 10 years old after being super fucking fat and depressed. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, and it was like, yeah, I don't know. I, I spent the summer surfing with my, my brother in Northern California, and like they were skateboarding around there, and I came back to Texas like for fifth grade, and I was like, all right, I skate now. Like, I got a code, I have a skateboard, I look cool, I know how to dress, I have all these friends, like, I'm a fucking cool kid now. Like, I was a fat nerd that had, like, pet mice the year before, and now I have a skateboard. And it's like... Damn. And I, I think that most people start skating around that age. It's like the moment we actually formally give up having toys, you, like, mm -hmm. pick up this other thing that's, like, your tool to go somewhere else. Like, meet other people, like, go downtown. Like, it's like your vehicle to... Teen, your teenage and adult years so like yeah i grew up skating in austin texas but i spent pretty much every summer in california because um, i had family there and so it was a really cool way to grow up you know i was at embarcadero in 1992 like unfortunately before i could do 360 flips but still like that was a cool <laughs> thing to witness you know okay wait, wait wait can i just want to hear a little bit more about what a fucking hippie commune is actually like that sounds wild cool cool so my uh my father lived on a like organic farm where everyone fucking like milked the cow and like they had a, you know, like they had chickens, all this shit. I had no running water or electricity. Ooh. And you, you want to know what a hippie commune was like? I'll, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> he, he was telling me about this goat. I don't remember this because I was two when we left. He was telling me about this goat that uh, whose name was Billy, of course. And he's like, I'll never forget this goat. It was black, white and green. And I was like, green? Why? And he's like, all right, because we would keep this goat around. He's a male goat. And we'd keep this goat around to fuck the female goats when they were ovulating. And we kept, we had to, and goats, you know, are like super fucking horny, right? Mm -hmm. Like all they think about is fucking. Like that, that's why like Pan and Bacchus and all like Greek mythology, like lust is associated with goats. And he said, <laughs> you know, once a month when these female goats were ovulating, we'd let him out, but you had to be really careful because the moment we walked over to his pen, he'd get a fucking boner and then he would look he would look down at his boner and realize what was happening and he'd come on his face <laughs> and they wouldn't wash him off and so that would bleach his hair green on his face so he had this green stripe of, of dried goat cum that like changed the color of his hair and that's what living on a fucking hippie coming was like. Jesus. Is that the answer you're looking for? That sounds yeah. like I'm, what you're looking for? Sounds like my man Chad Dixon <laughs> in, in goat form. God in damn. goat form? Yo, Saifa, um, I heard a story. <laughs> Hold up, dude. <laughs> don't 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 get Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I got dirt on you, doggy. I got dirt on you. I heard about uh, you. No, we good, we good. We'll keep it moving. But yo, All it right, sounds yeah. like Billy had a dope life. Keep it moving. <laughs> This man yeah, just fucking he was got getting, released. He's, yeah, he's oh, getting laid. What's what's not to like? He was getting laid once a month, you know. Yeah. <laughs> getting, yeah. Damn, Billy the goat, hey. yo. Wow. Cool hair, dude. The goat of goats. So, uh, goat. any memorable young Ted skate skate stories or what? Do you guys remember who Jake Nunn was? Of course. Do Jake, you? Jake Nunn. Or yeah. wait, am I thinking about... You need a fact check on you knowing Jake Nunn. I don't know who <laughs> no, that no, is. No, no, I... All right, all right. Well, there were, two, there were two much better skateboarders than me Was he in on my World town. Industries? No, I skated for Think. Do you guys remember what Think was? Yeah, we of know course. Think. That was my yeah, first Russ, board was Russ, a Think board. Yeah, Russ Milligan. Yeah, Russ. Um, anyway, oh, I Think was... I it... know Jake Nunn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyways, continue. his skate knowledge well, to the limit. This is the, the fucked up thing was like, Think was a fucking drug front. 
and and like they were connected to Deluxe, but they were a fucking drug front. So like they had a legit team, dude. Like Phil Shaw, fucking Dandra Hobel, Tim McKinney, like Sean Payne, Daryl skated for Think, uh, yeah. and like the two best skaters in my town skated for Think, and they were way better than me, and they weren't getting shit. So at a certain point, I was like, I'm not as good as these dudes, and being a sponsored skateboarder looks really unfun, dude. I should probably find another plan, you know? So that was, I mean, that's my excuse for why I didn't pursue it. But uh, truth was, is I was looking at it dead in the face and it looked fucking depressing. Damn. That's, that's, it's a cold world bundle up. I mean, if you ride for things, shit. Yeah. I'm going to watch a Jake Nunn part after this. Because I, I feel Dude, like I, can, I remember the name. but first one. No, he I remember amazing. the name and I'm like forgetting the face though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he kind of, unfortunately, like, he had so much talent and Think didn't know what to do with him. And, like, you know, he went out to SF and kind of, they did, they weren't supporting him. So he came back and he's doing fine, but he's not in skateboarding anymore. Right. Still running that drug front? Is the narcos think? now? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no idea. They're not, they're not a thing. Think is not a thing anymore. They got busted, eh? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so you clearly excel at switch backside tricks. Switch Crooks, Switch Back T, Switch Back Smith. You got them all. Tell us about your love affair with the Switch Backside. Um, honestly, there was an era in 1993 when you started seeing that trick a lot. Like, I remember seeing a photo. I had a photo of Jason Dill on my wall doing a Switch Back 180 in, like, brown vans, brown cords, and a pink and red real Salmon Aga board. <laughs> and I was just like, it was like, right, that was right. I learned, like, some Switch tricks, like, in 92, but, uh, I was like, oh, switchback 180s are kind of cool. And because I'd been pushing Mongo up until like 92, my back foot was really strong, you know, like, or my, <laughs> my front foot, like, you know, like I, and so switch kind of came easy and I just, I, you know, it was like, I was seeing it in four on ones. I was seeing like Pet Martinez do that shit. And I was like, oh shit, like, yeah. But also then it became a thing because when I got a little bit older, like I started spraining my front ankle and like I, I couldn't flick my board for a kickflip anymore, but I could like still switch flip and I could like use that foot that was always strong from pushing Mongo, <laughs> uh, like for it to, to pop off of, you know? You don't need a lot of finesse on your back, on your on your popping foot when you're skating switch. So it's, it, was, it was necessity, but also like, in my opinion, like backside tricks are always more stylish and oh. because, you know what I'm saying? Wait, I don't know. Oh, wait, are, are you front side? I'm dude, switch John? front side. If I'm skating switch, oh. front side. So. Soft, soft. Switch, switch front side's cool, but like regular front side to me, like I, that's all I did when I was like a little fat kid, and I just like got over it. <laughs> Not saying you're a fat kid yet, but for me, like yeah. that's some fat kid shit. Okay, wait, I got a question about the switch backside because you know I'm from that that tree as well i see you uh similar shit i i used to always roll my my regular ankle so i started skating switch all the time morgan was yeah. mongo so his switch foot stronger like i feel like some people start skating switch earlier for whatever reason but yeah. you're very possessive of your switch backside tricks so i mean i see that yeah. i'm like yo fuck off b like let me get some too you know what i'm saying no no i'm just kidding i don't i don't actually no, no, care no. you've been doing them since fucking like before i was born almost so you know i deferred it to you as a switch backside god but my question is who who do you consider a switch backside god like who do you put the oh. respect on 
Lenny Kirk. Lenny Kirk for sure. He he was in Houston right before he came out to California and he was he was skating so fucking fast and so raw and doing like crazy switch backside tail size and switch back five O's and just blazing. Like there's an old retrospective of Houston and like from a four on one and he's just fucking killing it. So I really think that like the not that I skate fast, I don't, but like the moment I saw Lenny Kirk like skate switch backside fast I was yeah. like, whoa, this is like, it looks fucking crazy when he does it. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, him. And then there's like Fred Gall. Think about that shit he did down Ooh. Hubba. And like, just like, there was an era when like the little bullshit switch backside that people did on like curbs, like in like 93, started getting taken to like huge shit. Kayla's doing a switch backside tailside down Hubba, like yeah. in like 90, I don't know, 96 was that? But you know, the other thing is obviously on my Instagram feed, I'm fucking joking. Like, I'm not really possessive over it. You know, it's like, uh, I heard someone say this. The difference between an artist and his art is the difference between pig's lips and a sausage. (laughs) And, like, you know, there's a little, in other words, same shit, just different format. And, like, there's a little bit of truth to, like, if people start doing better switch backside tail sides than me, I'm going to fucking have nothing. But, like, I know that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally everyone probably does better switch backside tail sides than me so like you know it's it's a front but yeah don't yeah. say that, like, that yeah, you can that, hold that it kid, over me man that kid who submitted the fucking long ass back tail the other day super dope and then came back with the floppy switch one. Oh god fuck him that was a good <laughs> roast <laughs> no well yeah well i i kind of like that people are like sending me like actual switch backside tail sides like trying to get me to either be pissed or to like be impressed and you know i fuck with that i'm never going to publicly acknowledge anyone's switch backside tail side if not mine but so not even lenny kirk if he submitted a switch back tail what would you do i would lose my shit privately and i would like high five the 90s version of me and then i would roast the shit out of it because he's dancing <laughs> with my lady <laughs> oh, he knows what it what it would mean to him but Bro, nobody's yeah. safe man nobody's yeah, safe. yeah yeah it's a, it's a it's a rhetorical position but i feel strongly about it part of my motivation to get back on the board is just to send you a clip like i can't oh, i can't wait to see what you got up your sleeve is it, it gonna be a it full might, switch back ooh, it might clip? be full ted it's got a full ted back <laughs> after all his I, tricks I, I, I'd be I'd be honored, but I would I wouldn't let you know about that. Like, <laughs> you gotta get down to LES to do it too. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you like showed up at LES and switched back tail shoved the manual pad, I would be like, oh fuck. Okay. Wait, wait. Have you done that? <laughs> no. I'm. Lord knows I've tried. I will literally do that. <laughs> <laughs> please, oh, do, please do. Please do. But okay. please don't. Like it's been my goal, and it's been like, yeah, we're not talking about that right now, man. Oh one. my god, I got a new goal. He's got a hit list now, man. I got a new fucking. <laughs> Don't give him a goal. Yeah. All right, uh, set the fire. <laughs> Hey, Ghost, man, I've been running into a problem out there in the streets these days. I got my cell phone, my wallet, my keys. God forbid I got any change. My pockets is getting weighed down. Bridge, you know Brixton has all the answers. This spring, Brixton is excited to team up with Bumbag on a limited edition Hughes Hip Pack. Your wallet, your phone, your keys, that 10 cents and change you'll be rolling with. Yo, just throw it in the Bumbag, B. The Brixton... Bumbag Friendly Union fuses both brands' aesthetics into an all-new nylon ripstop shoulder hip pack 
that features an inside pocket that doubles as a reversible stow bag and custom Brixen times bum bag labels. Man, Brixton really does have all the answers. Make sure to follow him on Instagram, at Brixton, for all the latest drops and news. <laughs> all right, let's take it back a little bit to uh, how we became homies. Yeah. It's pretty oh, funny shit. and random. It's super embarrassing for me, but um, it's on some skate nerd shit for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you sent us an email. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like two, <laughs> two, two or three seasons ago. Yeah. And uh, I took exception to it, not knowing who you were at the time. Yeah, because it was a fucking <laughs> stupid email, man. I had my head on oh, my ass. good. No, no, no. It was, it was like the dumbest question ever. I was just like, I don't know. I like. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. The question was, and I'll, I'll explain why I sent that question since I have a forum now. I was like checking you guys out online and I was like, oh shit, like safe, like he like, I was like watching a clip where you like do a switchback nose grind across a whole box, right? And then I was yeah. like watching another clip where like, uh, where Don did, did like a like half cab front nose 180 thing. And I was thinking about like how like I have a dynamic with one of my friends where he's like, you know, quick back nose grind 180 guy and I'm like lock in dude. Yeah. And I don't know. I was just like, I was just trying to think of like a random question to like send because I thought like what you guys do, but that was a stupid question, man. I should have just been like, you know, what's your favorite weight D clip or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was whack though. Honestly, you're pretty spot on. Stephen just takes exception to anyone telling him he doesn't do a certain type of skating. Yeah. Like, he likes to think he's super well rounded. Yo, I mean, I was pretty close. I wasn't saying you weren't. I'm not well grinding rounded. anything long, honestly. I'm not grinding. I'm not holding on to. It. I'm not the lock-in guy. Bro, Donald, I skate with you. One, well, I mean, <laughs> in our lives, I've skated with you for fucking a million hours. You can nose grind yeah. for days. You could do anything. I I just thought it was hilarious. Didn't know who you were. I was just like, yo, yeah. what the fuck? Well, I'm do nobody. You I mean, shit. You know, like, well, the fun. Okay, I think what it was is like my friend who like does short tricks. He was, he told me once, he was like, dude, I fucking, I hate long tricks. Like that's, that's lazy, you know? Whereas I'm mm -hmm. like, no, it's not. You have to commit to it. Like, that's like, you have to like fully get in, not just like dink it. And, uh, and so I was, and I know that like, it's just like a different, it's a matter of style and approach, but I'm a long trick guy. Cause I got no choice. I'm tall and lazy. So I, once I get in, I'm a sit in, <laughs> Right. you know, I mean, to be fair, I fucks with that too. If I can go long, I want to go as long as possible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, don't put me in Dono in no box, motherfucker. So what did you think when you, when you heard uh, when you heard the safe when you heard the ghost snapping a bit? I was bummed. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was fucking like God, ah, dude. I'm like, like I gotta shut the fuck up. I'm a kook. Like why did it like like that was so corny? Like, you know, like I was just like ah, I didn't really represent myself well, but maybe I did. Say, like, fuck man. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, did. but the best part was your homie. Yeah, I no, I don't know who, who that was. Actually, some, some dude ran, rushed to my defense. Yeah, no, was, it was another listener. I don't think it was your homie. No, no, it? I don't know. But was, another, so about a week or two later, we get an email saying that we better put some respect on your name <laughs> and we don't know who we're dealing with. So, so we did a little bit of research. Yeah, yeah. We watched some old parts. We saw what you're up to, man. Them switchback tails. <laughs> Donald called you Kevin Duran on that one, said... That you just sent an email from another account defending yourself. That's what you did, man. Ted set up a fake account. I wish. Come back twice. No, no. I was, I was flattered at whoever said that. But the thing is, is like, okay, 
I could be like not a good skater, a good skater, like whatever. Like I've met plenty of really good skateboarders, and they think some fucked up shit, man. They're like <laughs> they're on some like next level kook shit. Like so, yeah. But I appreciate. I mean, I, you know, I was. I do remember when that email came out. I was listening to you guys on my on my phone and i was like standing at like this little spot in the in the park that i like and it's like a sunset and i was literally just like cheering for myself dude hands up just like <laughs> someone came to your defense yeah 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 fully like te- shining armor yeah I'm, I'm not gonna be like shy about that text of my friends i was like yo like minute 103 like uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, they read man. my fake email account <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they actually fell for it <laughs> No, that'd be insane. Uh-oh. I I would love, to, dude. I wish I'd fucking send a fake email, being like, "Put respect on my name." That'd be sick. Uh, that was that was all fun and games. Once we watched your parts, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I still stand by what I said. Yeah. But yeah, you would have yeah. used a different tone. But yeah, <laughs> it was like it was funny because I usually I'm like really hyped when people email us, and I always we both always respond like super positive because the fact that anyone takes time to hit us up, we're hyped. But I was yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? What was I know, guys? I know. Was that, was, was, that, was that my first fucking, like, was that the first email that you guys got where you guys were like, well, fuck you, kook. Like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I thought it was pretty spot on, man, to be honest. Yeah. I, I understood where you were coming from. but it, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, too. It's still a weird observation to make. And, like, I w- if someone, I mean, I get so many crazy messages per day, like, and every time I'm like, what the fuck do you know about me? Like, don't talk to me like that. Like, so I, I know where you're coming from, but at the time I didn't. Like, I was, I was just like a random fan, you know? Like, whatever. But part of it was also, it wasn't like, okay, maybe Donald doesn't hold everything or whatever, but, and maybe, but I <laughs> no. do jibs too. I do jibs too. See you know what I'm saying? It was more you're the height. You're spot on about Donald, but safe was no. not at all. No, 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 <laughs> no. Let's not get confused no, here. that's not what I'm this saying. Is all, I'm, saying. I just, I'm just doing this so I can see you guys fucking rip on each other. I love this shit, man. <laughs> no, it was, it was the height of the ledges too. Like, there was t- <laughs> two aspects of like, Donald skates high shit and doesn't grind long and I skate low shit and grind long. I'm like, what the hell? Hey, hey, listen, safe, man. You fucking... I, I saw Don do like a nolly back tail on some high shit, and I saw you doing a switch, long ass switch back nose grind on some low shit. So I don't know, man. I don't. So two, that's what that was the thing was you, you saw like two clips. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm a busy guy. <laughs> yeah, my man Donald can grind long on some low shit too. Hey, pause. That's those long back fifties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bad. That's my lock-in maneuver. Grinding long on the low. I got you. <laughs> uh, you get that pause? Yeah. <laughs> so now that we're all friends and everything, yeah, we had yeah. our little trip to New York, spent some time together in the summer, <clears throat> some yeah, drinks, a, a little sesh at LES. The ghost Fuck was yeah. ripping. Truly. Let's flash back to about a month or so ago. Oof. We're lined up to do a live show at Max Fish with the Vans guys. Uh, we knew we had to come correct and incorporate Margarita Ted in the show. Yeah, and I fucking and, blew uh, it. <clears throat> let's take a look back at that night. And oh, how whoa, do you whoa. think it went for you? <laughs> oh, how do I think? Oh, thank God I'm not. I don't have to. I thought you were going to like play it. I was like, holy shit, I'm dead. Uh, that was. <laughs> we have the audio. If Ants wants no, to do you like no, that, we'll leave no, it up to him. No. All right, y'all, so this is usually the halftime where we introduce DGK Wave, but unfortunately, the man couldn't get into the States, so we got a New York legend in the building, Mr. Switchback Tail, a.k.a. the Margarita God. Feedback Ted, the mic is yours, my friend. 
look at me and look at these two dudes. I tore through a lot of Canadian women in the early 90s. You guys mo both might be my sons. Anyway. Yeah. Where's the shoe at? No, 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 no don't wrap it up. Um, that was honestly one of the fucking worst experiences of my life, dude. <laughs> that was so bad on so many levels. Like, and, and let, so let me just start. Like, the first thing was that I was so hyped to, that, like, I was being included on this thing that I really like, and I think you guys are fucking rad. And also, I was, like, honored that Chima wanted me to, like, you know, like, put together, yeah. like, do something for his shit, because he, like, follows my account, he submits clips or whatever. And so... I like I watched roast videos like stand -up, professional stand up comedians and I like <laughs> wrote a little monologue I, I, you know like to like I was like oh this is gonna be witty and I'm gonna start out like they're gonna fucking hate me and then I'm gonna like turn it around and be really respectful at the end and it's gonna be this thing and you know everything was <laughs> <laughs> I overplanned so let's put it that way because I'm bored all day I work in a fucking office at a museum dude and uh, and I don't go out that much. And I don't drink that much, believe it or not. So I get there. Everything's like, no offense, but you guys are late. I blame you. No. <laughs> we were late. Hey, You're a little bit late. The weather You're... was holding us up. Yeah, and I was there at like, you know, the event was supposed to start at 8. I was there at 7.45, three beers deep. Free. Because <laughs> it was free beers. Three free yeah, beers yeah. deep. You know, so I'm like there. And I'm like seeing all like like our shared friends and people like out in the skate world that I sort of know. And I'm just like, yeah, this is gonna be amazing. You know, like I didn't realize that like vans had flown all of the shop people from all around the country out. A bunch of accounts. Yeah. So I'm seeing a lot of like people from my own past there. And I think I'm just gonna look, I've worked as a professor. I've been a tour guide and I speak to the public all the time as a museum curator. I think I'm just going to nail this. <laughs> and then it turns out that like Chima's like flight was fucked up and he's he's like jet, jet lagged or whatever and that's the moment when I I should have been like well I don't have anything to say <laughs> but it, but I was like so I was a drunk and B I was like I was like yeah let's fucking do it and so well, um same as us man we were served a curveball yeah yeah and I was like I well shit man if this ship's going down I'm going to fucking command beer it <laughs> yeah. and so so like i i just was like i remember like at a certain point i was like reading my speech and i couldn't look at my fucking like roast that i'd written which wouldn't have mattered anyway because it's all directed to chima and and like i and like you guys call me in and i had this like first of all like i wear nikes now but i used to skate vans all the time and so i my first joke was going to be about how like i was like spineless like fucking follower and i just was riding nikes but like i didn't realize that vans paid for the fucking party and all the drinks and everyone that was there was there for vans and so like my my fucking yeah my van my van's joke fucking turfed and that was the fir first joke i made and then i had like a little paragraph where i was like gonna roast you guys which was like so insulting and i just remember like like safe like looking at you while i was like saying some awful shit and just being like this is a fucking nice guy like, I, I like we hung out, but like I barely know this dude, and I'm fucking like saying some wild shit to this dude inarticulately, uh, and also like Kyle and that hippie kid, like 
they're, they don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> like, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and so the whole thing, I was just like, it, it, was, it was like watching a fucking car accident in slow motion just careen towards you. And you're in the middle of it and you caused it. That's how it felt to me, man. Honestly, and it was like one of those things, like I've said this on my stories, but whatever, like, you know, when, when Kanye was like, uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people. And Mike mm-hmm. Myers was kind of like, whoa. It was like a, a Katrina benefit. <laughs> like, yeah. I, w- I was Kanye then, and y'all were Mike Myers. That makes sense, because I'm American, and you guys are Canadian. But um, but also, I was just like, I just took this a place it didn't need to go, and I didn't do it very well. And uh, <laughs> and, and even, like, my close... And the worst part was, is I, I, like... My closest friends at that party afterwards were just like... Ooh, hey! <laughs> like that was uh, that was crazy. Like I and uh, I don't know. Um, that did not go well. I'll put it that way. If you ask how it went, it went. It was a shit show. It was my fault, and I apologize. Thank you. Yeah. No. In retrospect, it's hilarious. Like it's funny re- to look re- back reliving at. it right now. I'm just cracking up because. Oh, dude. Yeah. It was also. I- I'm th- so happy it wasn't me who blew it like that. <laughs> yeah. The other the other thing too is like it was kind of amazing and I still had like a rad night. Like I got to like see a bunch of people that I haven't seen in a long time, including you guys. And like, but yeah, that was a fucking, I don't have a career. That was the biggest bunt of my career. Oh. <laughs> uh, the I best, gotta say, man, the it, best was Naraco. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah like, that, oh, so man, I gave up hurt. my seat to get, to let you sit down. Yeah. And now I'm standing in the crowd. I got Naraco looking at me. He's telling me, "Yeah, oh, there's a guy yo. behind me. He's, you know, he's like, yo, this is a Vans party, man.'" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, we gotta get this guy off the mic." I know, it's I know, over, I know. man. Yeah. I look back. I'm like, "Shit, he's I'm a big guy. He's bigger than me, man." <laughs> I had to go sort it out with him after the show, but that was the uh, yeah, that was like seeing Naraco give you the fucking like chop the head off like i was like dude i fucking love this dude like he's one of my favorite writers like and people in skateboarding and he is fucking and i'm just some kook to him but whatever <laughs> oh man yeah it was funny because like you had you you planned your shit so it was like you started and there was no going back kind of so it was mm. like it was like watching a car crash in slow motion like yeah, you started your yeah. spiel and it was not going well but nope. you just kept going <laughs> yeah yeah i stand <laughs> by the fact though if it was chima i would have went a lot different I think. yeah yeah yeah. he would have been so. more receptive to the jokes he would have yeah. been uh i, I think yeah. it would have worked out a lot better yeah, those know, guys honestly, hyped. they it was, didn't know what was going on no, so no. they saw safe later in the weekend right no, they saw me that night at like three in the morning. We were all getting food at that food truck across from the hotel. Yeah. And they were like, yo, what the fuck? Did you plan that? Like, <laughs> were you trying to like em- embarrass us? And I was like, yo, honestly, that's my homie. But uh, no, I, I didn't it, come It wasn't correct, supposed man. to go like that. No, no, no. no. I, I'll t- I take full responsibility for that. But, um, but uh, you know, yeah, like, oh, well. It, honestly, yeah, it, was no, like, it was like it, that. It doesn't e- matter. It was like that email, but like times a thousand. <laughs> like yeah. my inten- my intentions were actually good and like at the end of the the like little roast i like had a really nice thing to say about chima but like you know i had to get through a lot of bullshit and i unfortunately i got stuck in the bullshit happens what are you do? happens yeah, to right, the man. best of us no it's all right to us all the time no. that's why we edit our own show there you go <laughs> yeah. well, thank you for editing me out of that and i'm sorry i had to revisit that just now Nah, man, we're going to give it another go one day. Next show in New York, we're coming correct. All right, I'm, I'll, I'll come sober.
the feedback account is popping off. You keep the posts coming nonstop. It's something that everybody does. We naturally critique skating as we watch it. Just not everyone creates an account and tells the world what they think. <laughs> what made you pull the trigger and getting it going? Uh, well, a few years ago, I like started a group chat, as everyone does, with some friends of mine. And, uh, and I just realized we had all this like hilarious, weird fucking shit. We would send each other like weird narrative videos and unboxing videos and shit. Like, I was just like, this is funny. Like it's way better than any Instagram content that I'm putting out. Like Mm -hmm. my other, my personal feed is just like art and like my bullshit skate clips. And I was just like, (laughs) I guess sometime around last June, my friend Dean sent me a a clip of his heel flip. And I was like, I'm going to fucking make fun of his outfit and talk about his heel flip. And I, I sent it to him, and, and like he like sent me a response of one of my clips in the group chat, and I was like, "This is actually pretty like it's bullshit, but it's funny." So, yeah, that was the idea, and like, I mean, you know, I, there's a there's a philosophy behind it which I can talk about, but it started just like on some group chat bullshit, like shit talking, like all skateboarders do. Like, mm-hmm. one of the things I think it's most important about skateboarding is that it's a self critique, right? Like. I remember hearing a story of like some Embarcadero dude like st- seeing the Bones Brigade or something like skate Embarcadero and realizing that those dudes who are like the top pros weren't very like couldn't fucking board slide a ledge or whatever. It's like 1988. And like skateboarding doesn't for me, skateboarding will never be like an easy thing. It's always hard. And if you've done something, you can't do it again you got to keep progressing and it, you partly progress through like self critique through shit talking, you know, and I'm not by no means am I the best shit talker. And then I'm not like the sort of person who would talk shit to anyone like in person, like, or like, I don't even spend time. <laughs> no, no, not, not cause I'm a pussy, but like, just because like, I, I just, you know, like I, I would never tell someone to their face, like, Oh, that trick sucked. I would cheer for it. Cause I like that experience of skateboarding. But what I'm talking mm-hmm. but I, what I'm actually talking shit about is, uh, the fact that we're all posting our shit on Instagram. Yeah. Right. You know, like the fact that like people film at skate parks and, and like, and we are all sort of searching for approval and I, on Instagram, and that wasn't always a part of skateboarding for me or probably for you guys. And so, yeah, I'm sort of like making fun of art critics and I'm making fun of like internet personalities and I'm in have I'm like playing that role, but it's definitely like satirical, you know, I, I praise clips I hate and I fucking roast clips I love. Right. Well, fuck. We definitely love it. Keep it going. Your page is blowing up. Crack me up. I, oh, I buy At all these followers. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's what we cracking up. Skateboarding is missing, man. Some more humility. We like to laugh at ourselves around here. You can yeah. do the same thing. And when we talk shit, it's not it's not personal, man. You know. Right. Exactly. We don't I know mean, the people. It's just an opinion. It's for me. It's like we're all fucking like the fact that we all met up last summer and like could have like an amazing afternoon and skate together and like have a meal and drinks and like whatever that to me is testament to like how rad skateboarding is and how if you do it you just share it with whoever you know like mm-hmm. i've gone all around the world and found people to skate with and they're like my family and so within families there's always teasing there's always like all that like little conflict that like makes it interesting like that's part of it for me you know and it, I'm the most positive dude, I swear to God. Like, in, in real life, I'm not, like, a 
shit talker, but I do think that on the internet, because the internet's so fucking debased and fucked up, like, there <laughs> does need to be some, like, shit talking, because on a serious note, like, there's a lot of corny shit on the internet, and skateboarding's mm-hmm. Instagram presence is super fucking corny, and so, you know, I mean, I'm not taking my shit that seriously, but there should be more people talking shit on the internet within skateboarding. Why not? I feel you. Yeah, like, you know, Ty Evans is part of the family, but sometimes you got to shit <laughs> on Holy shit. your distant Dude, big bro. The, the crazy thing is, is like every bad thing you can say about like a skateboarder or Ty Evans or whoever, like you can also say something equally positive, you know? Like that's mm-hmm. how much we care about it and that's how involved we all are in it. Is So it's like... Yeah, like, fuck yeah, I completely agree, dude. Like, Flat Earth was unwatchable. Whatever, no, no, I mean, you know, and I I love Ty. I seriously, like, I respect Mm -hmm. him, like, as a person, and I respect what he's doing. It's not for me. And so, the moment I, like, make a critique, of course I I can't make a film like him. Fuck no, (laughs) you know? Like, Uh, am I gonna, like, am I supposed to think it's amazing? Fuck no, also. You know, like, it's, it's, like, it's not for me. It It made all those rails look terrible i i think it was the writer anthony Papalardo said ty evans could make a war look boring <laughs> <laughs> oh damn wow and, and like cool. it's not for me but like it doesn't mean that like it's doesn't belong it's just that's mm-hmm. what's cool about skateboarding you learn you learn what you care about you learn what you like you learn what you don't like with through this thing that we all fucking love no doubt <clears throat> so back to your account a little bit Yep. I noticed you've got this babe who's been critiquing some of your clips, yeah, Alyssa Shapiro. Oh, she- uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about about her? What's going on behind the scenes, B? Yeah. Every now and then I'll get like a girl to to like review my clips, and um, she. I met her at my friend's wedding, and um, yeah, she. I don't know, man. Like I, I'm sure people get tired of looking at my fucking disgusting old face, so. It's nice to get like a <laughs> something fresh in the mix, and uh, yeah, she's pretty fresh. Oh yeah, yo, Ooh. she she cool, she bad, yeah, yeah, agreed. And she's she's Listen, also what like, are you trying to say? she's I mean, you know, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to like suck her dick or anything, but she's uh she's smart and funny, and she's she's hot, dude. Like, why why wouldn't I get her to roast me? And yeah, I'm definitely trying to blaze. <laughs> okay, so you're trying to make it pop. What's the the progress report? Are we gonna be following closely from now on? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, she does definitely live on the other side of the country. She may or may not have a boyfriend, and I may or may not be seeing someone. So, <laughs> when does this episode come out? <laughs> a couple obstacles, but hey. Any ne- any plans to meet up? Any plans to hang out? Yeah, yeah. Their plan. Their plans in the works within the month. Oh. Oh, within the month. Ooh, so the timeline's coming along. Yeah, right, gotta, we'll have to I follow up some, on that. Yeah. Send send a well. You could text us, but I'm sure now the people will be curious. Anyone who follows you knows has seen her face a few times. But uh, sounds like you got a month to Billy Goat yourself, Beach. <laughs> you might you might be looking she, green by the time she shows up. <laughs> she, she, she shows up to New York and I have a green stripe in my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been wanting to say that for a minute. You've been on that uh, for like an hour. <laughs> That was that was a good setup, man. I'm, I like the, that. The yeah, you wait. Chick I'm too. seeing, yeah, the, the chick I'm seeing right now is gonna break up with me, but like that was worth it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So like we said, skateboarding needs more shit talkers. Another one. Yeah. 
nah. who's doing a, a bang on job right now is Wrecking Ball. We all love yeah. Manny yeah, Busters. Yeah. yeah. We love the outspoken characters in skating. You ever have a run in with the big oh, man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? Yeah, I'll tell, I'll, here's my story of Wrecking Ball or my stories. Yeah, I was coming back on an Uber from Jersey, like in the middle of summer, and someone like texted me and he's like, yo, like, Check out my clip, like, I'm a fucking bodybuilding skateboarder, but my shit's comedy, like, blah, blah. And I was just like, you know what, man? Like, I don't know what your thing is, but it's not my thing. So, like, I'll look at your video, but uh, I don't know. And so I, I watched, like, he sent me, first of all, a minute-long worth of footage. And I just picked the, like, worst part, which is him eating chicken while, like, skating, like, at, at his, like, park. And I was just like... And he, all he did was a nose manual blunt to fakie. And I was just like, you know, like, that's cool. Like, I'm glad someone works out, but I'm glad it's not me. And uh, I didn't realize that, A, he's an amazing skateboarder. B, he's a professional troll. Yeah. And C, like, he's the most terrifying person in the world. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so, like, the next, so, like, I posted his shit. And, like, he came at me so hard. He, like, took videos from me, like... Uh, you know, it was burly. And, like, right at this time, the chick I was seeing was, like, breaking up with me. So I got into this, like, the first heated internet DM, like, <laughs> argument where we're, like, making threats with each other. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, you know, like, putting my phone down, like, block, blocking him, like, in a rage, like, middle of the summer. And then I kind of, like, a couple weeks later, I was like, oh, this dude's fucking awesome, dude. He fucking rules. Like, and I'm a kook. If, like, if I'm going to get upset for him doing his thing, then like, I can't say shit about people getting upset about like what I do. Cause like what he does is actually, I fuck with him, dude. Like what he does is amazing. He's a, a great skater. He's super unique. He puts out like amazing content, but it's definitely not what I do. And um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I've never met him in person. And honestly, I'm not sure if we have beef right now. He might like, <laughs> He might want to kill me or he might like be the most rad person I've ever skated with. But like, thank God I haven't met him yet. <laughs> yeah, but you, you shout him out. I, I thought you guys were like boys. We were cool for a while and then like we're, we weren't cool. And I, I, I can't tell if it's on some Biggie Tupac shit like where it's like or like, you know, like if it's like a rap battle, you know, like where Jay-Z and Cameron will like beef to sell records or yeah, if yeah. it's not that I'm comparing myself to Cameron, but uh I don't, I don't know if like I don't know how serious he is. I'm assuming he's like a mellow, cool dude. But his internet persona, which is all I know, which is all anyone knows, is like off the top. And sometimes I like, I can't really fuck with him. But I I respect him as a skateboarder and as a human being for sure. Mm -hmm. But like yeah, he, so far he'll he'll probably kill me. Like if this I troll game is insane. <laughs> yeah, he's no, gonna I'm put in. He's gonna put in the time to bury you if he wants to. He could, yeah, the the cool thing is, is like, you know, once it gets off the internet, he could definitely like, he could kill someone. Yeah. I hope, <laughs> and I hope it's not me. Yeah, I hope so too. So we've heard that there's a, you've got a good story about skating with Costin. Oh yeah. Can you give us the, the low on that? Yeah. All right. Well, I don't pay, this is the most attention I pay to skateboarding. Like for about a decade, I kind of like was in graduate school. I was working at a bar. I started like working at museums, being a fucking professor or whatever. And I kind of stopped caring about skateboarding at a certain point, but I still like thought about it, you know? And it's at some weird point in my departure from skateboarding, 
I was like, eh, I'm not really fucking with Costin anymore. Like, as a skateboarder. I don't know him. I didn't know him personally, but I was just like, uh, you know, he wears a lot of Supreme. It's not my thing. Like, blah, blah. And last October, and it's, it's purely one-sided in my own head, you know? Last October, all my friends from LA were in town, and they were fucking, like, on a trip with Costin. Yeah. And... And I was actually like dealing with like a, a girlfriend and her family and shit, so I couldn't hang out with them. But as an excuse, I texted one of my friends and I was like, yo, I can't hang out with you because you, you're hanging out with Costin and I'm not really fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right? Which is so stupid. Like the most ridiculous thing. I thought he would like understand that it was a joke, but again, we see how my jokes don't work. Uh, <laughs> a, few week, a few weeks later, another one of those friends was, was like, dude, did you really not hang out with us because we were hanging out with Costin? And I was like, no, but yeah, sort of. He's like, what's your fucking problem? He's like, what's your problem, dude? Like, he goes skating with us. He's fucking cool as shit. Like, why would you not want to meet or hang out with this person? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. And uh, next thing I know, like, through the Instagram, he was like, um, he's like, yo, I'm coming to New York. Like, let's go skate. And I was like, okay, Eric Costin. <laughs> like, oh, cool. <laughs> let's, let's meet up. And it, you know what? He fucking met up with me, gave me a big hug. Like, we went skating. He did a fucking switchback tail. I did a switchback tail. We filmed it. Like, fucking... And he's, like, the raddest dude. I, like, I fucking back that dude, man. Like, <laughs> and, and I know I know what a fan I sound like, but I don't give a shit. Like, like I was just like, dude, this is fucking amazing. Like, 16-year-old me would be high-fiving myself. Like, he's, like, sk skating, sk you know pushing switch mongo the way he does through traffic telling me about like what he's up to and like what rodrigo said and the fucking barracks and all that shit and i'm like yeah cool like all my like weird skate internet paranoia doesn't fucking matter because i'm like skating with someone who's like genuinely cool and I, that i fuck with like that's like like a little bit older than me established pro who's just skating and i i fucking respect that more than anything so yeah you fucked I had up I had to do a 180. Like I was, I was, I was, yeah, and I'm happy to do that. Like, of course, like every time you actually meet someone, they're fucking cool as shit. Like, yeah. or they're not. And you realize that they're not. But like my experience with him was he's cool as shit. And I fucking, I back him, dude. Like, but, and, and like my, my, like whatever, like not feeling him was just like my own dumb skate nerd yeah. slap message board, like self, you know? Yeah. It's, it's awesome when that happens. I was literally judging Kassin <laughs> as a human being on his fucking yeah, right part, which I didn't like. like and <laughs> yeah. I, that, that was like, you know, 15 years ago, and I'm fucking 41 years old, like being like, yeah, well, that fucking, I didn't like that pinwheel hat he was wearing. Like, <laughs> what the f that's fucking retarded. Like, excuse me, that was, that was really stupid of me to do that. Um, but no, he's, he's a rad dude, man. I fuck with him. And I don't know. I mean, I honestly think that like 90% of most skateboarders, if you just like skate with them or meet them, you're going to have like a lot of shit to talk with them about and they're going to be friends no matter what, you know, and, yeah, I, and sometimes sure. you forget that. But like that's a, that's a truth that uh, all the bullshit like melts away. So being the hater that you are, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, fighting with kids in the DM all day, every day. Have you had any weird run-ins with uh, people that follow you? Um, well, yeah. Like, not. I haven't had any, like, actual physical beef yet. <laughs> Wait for um, Wrecking Ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, not yet. That's a big yet. But um, I 
mo- for the most part, like, dude, skateboarders are fucking cool, dude. Like, you know, like, even if they, like, hate you online, they're going to be cool to your face. Not because they're pussies, because skateboarding matters a lot more than, like, the internet, you know? But um, yeah. I, I will tell you that in December, I was at an academic conference in Worcester, Massachusetts, like, at a, uh, at a museum, and I'd I'd set aside, like, a place to stay in Boston for my friend Andy Henry. And uh, he was like, I'm going to be in the city, but, like, you can stay at my place. Like, here's the code. He was, like, lacing me with, you know, like, a sick place. And so I got uh-huh. into B- Boston at, like, midnight. I took the subway out to the suburbs where he was, like, three and a half miles from downtown Boston. I don't know. I don't know Boston because I live in New York. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I brought my board because I was, like, like, hoping to skate eggs the next day. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it started fucking snowing. And and I was so like I get out there. It's one thirty in the morning when I finally get to his place in the middle of a snowstorm, and I have ten percent battery life on my phone. Right, so I go to his place through the snow. I fall in the fucking ice. Like I'm wet. I'm tired. I've been up since six a.m. at this conference, and I do the code on the door. Doesn't work. (laughs) And so I'm just like, oh fuck. I, I try calling him. I know he's in New York. He's a father. He's, like, married with a kid. Like, he's in New York. He's probably asleep. It's one thirty in the morning. He doesn't answer, of course. And I really don't have the battery energy to call that dude that much. And yeah. so I, like, walk back to the subway station, which is about to close. But it doesn't matter because I have no place to go anyway. I, rec- I, I, like, book a hotel, you know, $130 and 3% on my battery life. So now I'm at 7%. Oof. I call a cab. You know, like the cab's like, all right, like 15 to 20 minutes. And I was like, yo, I'm out here in the snow. Like they closed the subway station because Boston subways close at like 2 a.m. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we'll be there. I wait 45 minutes. No cab. Oh. And I'm checking my phone. So like by the time I decide to start walking, which is when the which is the time that the homeless people took the benches that I was sitting on. <laughs> I have I have three percent battery life and I'm like planning on using my google maps to get me to beacon hill three and a half miles down the way so i'm fucked and i'm carrying my skateboard and it's snowing and i'm fucking cold as shit and i'm look like a crazy person and they're not that many cars but every car i see i'm like yo yo and they like (laughs) pass me by because fuck that like i wouldn't pick me up um I'll never forget, like, I was running. I see this cab up at an intersection, and I'm running towards it with all my shit. And I'm, like, frantically waving. And when I get close to it, the windows are all fogged up, but I can tell there's people there. He drives off. I was just like, part of me dies. And then I I see one person, one dude, the first person I've seen on the street that's not homeless, like, (laughs) about three and a half blocks in front of me. And I I run up to him. And I like I run on him. Like I'm and he like looks at me like I'm crazy. And he's carrying yeah. a fucking skateboard deck. Hell yeah. And and then and I'm like, yo, and he's like, feedback. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh shit, like I fucking I just re- you just reviewed I started following you two weeks ago. Like you reviewed my friend, you made fun of his shirt. Like and I was just like, Yeah, cool. And I was like, Yeah, I've been fucking beefing with these dickheads on DMs. He's like, Yeah, yeah. And uh we walked for a little bit. I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, uh, you know, I was snowboarding. I was like, oh, that's cool. And he's, he's like, what are you up to? And I was like, I'm trying to get to my hotel. It's like three miles away. And he's like, oh, yeah, that, I don't go that far. I'm from like Jamaica Plains. Like, he's like, but my friends are going to pick me up. And I love this. He was like, maybe we can give you a ride. <laughs> <And I> was, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like it was, he literally had to make up his mind, which I kind of respect. But, uh, and I was like, that would be really sick. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll give you a ride. And so the next thing I know, I'm like in this fucking car with these dudes and they're listening to hip hop, smoking cigarettes, like the heater's on. And I realized that if I weren't, if it weren't for this bullshit Instagram account, which I was literally planning on quitting like that week, <laughs> like I would have, I don't know. I, my night would have been way worse, dude. You would have like, been walking. I would have been walking and I would have been lost. Like Boston, there's a fucking meme where it's like New York. Cause we want you, know, it shows the grid and it's like, we want you to get to where you want to go in Boston. Go fuck yourself. And it's like, fucking, <laughs> like maze of streets. It's fucked up there. It's like colonial. It's crazy. But yeah, that kid, I think his name was, fuck, this is the sad thing. I think his name was John. He saved my life, dude. And his friends are fucking amazing. And like, I was like, holy shit, I'm kind of onto something here. If like I could be stranded in Boston and the one fucking person I see knows about me through my Instagram. That's nuts. That's amazing. Yo, shouts yeah, to was, John. Was, Hopefully I mean, that's his name. Yeah. Also shout out to just skateboarding in general, you know, like, yeah. like that was fucking cool as shit. Hell yeah. So what's next for feedback, Ted, besides a trip to Canada this summer? Yeah, yeah. definitely uh, some Canada shit. Um, I am, well, I work at a museum and I'm finishing my dissertation. So I got to like write a 350 page book that no one's going to read. Ooh. And and I'm gonna continue doing my Instagram, I guess, for a little while. But who knows? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm also working on a book about skateboarding. Oh damn, yeah, that's what's up. I, I, yeah. Somehow, Can you give us some details. Yeah, like I think it's about like there hasn't been there have been a few books written, but like skateboarders don't read, and I I think there needs to be a kind of like a good book about skateboarding that's read a, like that skateboarders would enjoy and that. Uh, someone like me and someone who's not like me would want to read too. So I'm working on that. I've been talking to publishers. I'm going to write it either way. It's like, you know, I can't skate for that much longer. No one really wants to see me skate anyway. So I got to write a book. I, I do know how to write. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. That's Looking big forward things. to that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. There's a chapter on switchback Smiths, yo. Oh yeah. It's, it's all going to be about switchback side tail sides though. That's the weird thing. It's, 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 it's the definitive textbook on skateboarding, but it's only switch backside. You need to get Brian Wenning to have the forward or whatever that's called. That oh yeah, watch it. Um, yeah, oh. no, that would be sick. No, I, I fuck with Wenning. But no, the funny thing is, is like the publish. I met with a publisher and he gave me two books that like he had gotten published, and they were the biography of Leonardo da Vinci and Gucci Mane's autobiography that he wrote from prison. Oh, similar. And I was like, I was like, somewhere between these two poles is the story of skateboarding that I want to write, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. We'll be keeping our eyes peeled for that one. Let us know <laughs> how, that, how that goes. Yo, you already know what the fuck it is, man. It's rapid fire with the ghost. And this week, we brought to you by Quasi. Bruv, I know y'all out there can't wait for that new Quasi video coming this June. I personally can't wait for friend of the show, C Blues, aka Gilbert Crockett, and that fucking crazy bastard, Jake Johnson. Never know what those two got up their sleeves. This shit's finna pop right off. And yo, in Canada, we got shops like The Source in Calgary, Top of the World in Ottawa, and Menu Skate Shop in Vancouver. (laughs) And don't forget Sully's in Alberta. They all stocked with that new quasi, so go get yours now, you dig? And stay tuned for shop premieres near you.
I, it's Mr. Shit Talk himself, <laughs> and it's rapid fire time. Let's see what you got yeah. up your sleeve, B. A match oh, made boy. in heaven. Favorite skater? <laughs> Anthony Van England. Favorite video? You know what? Sick Boys. I'm going to be old school, but that's true. Sick Boys. Favorite video part? Tyler Surrey, Brain Gone. Sick. Favorite style? Alex Olsen. He's a buddy, Ooh. but he's, he's naturally, you know, he, he, looks, he looks good on a board. Hell yeah. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Wes Kramer. Favorite trick? Switch backside tail slide. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta skip that one. Hardest trick for you? <laughs> uh, Frontside kick flip. Most illegal trick? Um, it's every trick that Stephen Lawyer does. Oh! <laughs> Starting early, and, man. I know. I, I like him. I like. I like the way he skates. But the problem is, is he like started a terrible trend, you know? Yeah. So it, if it were only him, that would be sick. But like all the kids that try to copy him, like to me, that's when laws start getting getting written. And yeah, his shit's like too illegal because it's he can do it and it looks good. But everyone who else who does it in his path looks terrible. Yeah. Nah, yo, I ain't even gonna say it looks good when yet. he does it. His barracks battle what? commander, or whatever, was. Painful, man. Yeah, and the yeah, thing with I him, know. He's so talented. Oh, yeah. He doesn't need to do that shit, man. Right. I, I just, I think that like one person has to do it, and it should be him. But no one else needs to do it after him. So I'm gonna ban that style of skating. Yeah. Respect. In my own mind. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna. Yeah, I ain't like waiting for his next part. You know, I used to like be interested because he does some crazy good shit. But now it's like, all right, you're just gonna fucking body varial out of every bullshit trick favorite clip you've ever gotten i mean i've gotten so few but i would guess <laughs> switch backside flip up the union square four stairs in my only video part was like a cool one because that was the day that i did it was the day that i tried it and i was psyched on it because it was like it felt like i was actually pushing myself that day hell yeah gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed rowan in miami doing a fucking switch backside lip slide on those like gnarly banks in like liberty city you know the ones it's like a double set and like there's a steep ass painted bank and there's this much like there's curve, like right jerry sue does a switch front 180 to 50 to revert down it forrest oh. kirby skates and shit rowan yeah, did a called? fucking bullet ledges bullet ledges yeah it's yeah kind of yellow Ro yeah, 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 yeah. Rowan did a switch backside lip slide down that thing and came in fakey, and he did it like third try, and it was fucking amazing. And yeah. I witnessed it, yeah, and it hasn't been out yet. Dope. And I'm, yeah, it's amazing, and uh, that was cool. That was the coolest thing I'd ever seen, probably. <clears throat> Best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? <laughs> oh, I, I've done backside nose bun slides. <laughs> Ooh, sick! Like What's the one trick that got away? Currently, it's switch backside tail side, shove it over the goddamn manual pad at fucking LAS, dude. Like, I've been, tr I've seriously, I've never tried a trick longer and harder and never not done it. And I've been trying it for three months. I cannot wait to land that bolt this summer. <laughs> Please do. Like, put me out of my fucking misery because, like, yeah, I, I, it ain't happening on my end. <laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? Front blunt on a curb. Hmm. Pop out, pop in, pop out. Hell yeah! Pop, you popped in. How else are you getting in there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can 
come come from the top or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 old as shit, dude. I'm not gonna learn any new tricks, but like yeah. I was like I try to fill in the gaps when I can, and I was like, all right, pump out. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's sad though. That was a few years ago, making me feel old. <laughs> if you never started skating, what would you be doing? Honestly, I would pro I'd probably be super. I'd be weirder than I am now. Like I was. I can only imagine that like I would not I wouldn't I would never have a girlfriend, I would never had any friends. I'd probably be like a weird windsurfing carpenter that lived in a garage in Texas. Real shit. We're glad you Real picked shit. up a, a board in that case. I guess. I don't know. Actually, that li- that lifestyle sounds actually pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> Favorite way D clip. Oh. Switch inward heel flip over the fucking picnic table in parental advisory. Are you kidding? Yeah. You know the one? You know yeah, what I'm talking about? Up. Like, yeah. how has no one ever, yeah, off a speed bump, dude. Yeah, speed how has bump. no one ever, like, brought that up? That's amazing. A yeah. switch inward heel flip is a rare bird. It's like him and Keenan do it well, and he did it over a fucking table, dude. I feel like that was an homage to Keenan and a fucking testament to his superior skill on a skateboard. Hell yeah. Dead ass. Diz. <laughs> Adrian Del Campo does a mean one, too true all right i'm too old to know who that is but uh i feel you (laughs) (laughs) what's the one sponsor you regret riding for i've done a lot of really suspect male modeling for for shit and like i just regret all of that because like (laughs) however much that paid in the immediate sense that like destroyed any street cred i would ever want to claim hey we'll take that we'll take it uh yeah favorite local brand uh labor sick or no, or if, if that's a shop, but like bronze maybe. I like bronze. I don't know. I'll, I'll claim it. I fuck, I fuck with bronze. Both. Favorite local skater? Shit, that's a tough one. I guess Mark Suchu lives in New York, so I'll, I'll claim him. That's <laughs> sick. Favorite teammate ever? That's a tough one because, you know, I don't ride for shit. But um, I, was skate, I skated for the same shop as Bobby Puglio. So, oh. Autumn. I'll fucking throw Puglio <laughs> yeah. in there, dude. Because I was like, I wanted to skate for that shop. Yeah, I mean, my shit's so corny. But, like, I wanted to skate for that shop because he skated for them. So, yeah. He's a teammate. Sick. Oh, I'll, and also, I guess I'm getting free shit from Patterson. So, I'll say Buggy. Nice. Yeah. Word. Worst company. Plan B. <laughs> <laughs> Worst trend. Instagram. Real shit. He's ready, man. Yeah. yeah. Worst style. Jim Greco. Oh! <laughs> Damn. Sorry, dude. I, you know what? It's a fucking... <laughs> it's... Like, skateboarding's amazing, and he's, like... I'm not gonna, like, deny his influence, but, like, it's crazy to me that, like, such a fucking corny third-rate hipster could have such a tremendous influence within skateboarding. It's huge. I mean, yeah, so there you go. Been uh, and forever. I don't and he has a bad style. Like no one no one who grew up with him would have imagined that he was like he would be where he is now. Like I'm not not hating on the dude, but like yeah. don't love his style. I like this style in, in um the zero video. Yeah, me too. At the time, f- fully, but like do I like what he's become? Like it's not for me. Like, you know, yeah. some some weird like Vincent Gallo like fucking Anton Sugar like mixture with fakey three sixty flips. Like I don't <laughs> he's, he's, I don't know. It's crazy to me. Uh, his back three <laughs> like, down the Bricktown 10 was mm, 
fire. What about his back three nose blunt? Was that fire? But, oh, yeah. No. Dude, no. All right. Like, I'm, we're just talking about style. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't put effort into it. And, like, no, no, and, like, no, no. no you know he's, like, worked, he, he's worked hard for yeah, this shit. I bet he's, the, he's the definition of, like, hard working, suffering yeah. for your skateboarding. And yeah. I respect it. But, like, as far as style goes, like, yeah. like looking good on a skateboard, like, no. not for me. No. Yeah. Last person you want on the sesh? Jason Dill. Oh. Are we getting into this? Oh, What's how, up with Dill? Damn, yo. Same with Greco. Like, I admired those skateboarders as skateboarders when I was growing up because they're a little bit different. But, like, when you get to know these people, like, that would not be a person that I would be comfortable skating around or talking to. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what you do at a session. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm not denying his influence. I'm not saying, like, skateboarding would be better without him. But, like, for me, that would not be a person I would want on a session. Damn, cuz. They missed the cup, but maybe. we made it. Bill <laughs> <laughs> knows margaritas on Ted, man. <laughs> maybe maybe it would, maybe it would, you know, like, I'd be wrong, but I think that would be a lame session if you were there. Not hey, that maybe he he's going to Eric Costin you, man. No, no, no. I've had enough personal interactions with him to, uh, to like, guarantee. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But trust me, this is someone I know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just shout out someone I don't know. Damn, yo. Ants, throw some extra spice on that gunshot there. <laughs> All right, man. That's going to wrap up our interview with Feedback, my dog. All right, man. Thank Long you, guys. Overdue. I love you. I, I hope to come to Canada sometime and collect those margaritas. Yeah, Hell yeah. Love you Don't talk about it. Be, it. be about it, man. <laughs> we'll see you this summer. Right. We'll come down there, too. Bet. Thanks, guys. It's time for the post office, brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, it's all about the SXL Slim, rapidly becoming the most requested shoe for the new generation of skaters. But not only just the Excel Slim, we talking our main man, Wade Desarmo, aka Primitive Diz, just released a brand new colorway, keeping it extra fresh with them all whites and the gum sole. You know we gonna get our pair. Make sure y'all head down to your local skate shop and get yours before it's too late. Let's get into these emails. You've got mail. First up, we got an email from Theo Banks. It's the realest fucking one. I feel like Safer would be ball hogging on the court. He might be able to pull the Cavs out their slump, averaging 20 points, zero boards, and zero assists. Let's get it. Mad love to y'all. Thank you for linking my favorite things, basketball, and calling people on their bullshit. Yo, Theo, was good, B? Enough respect. That was in response, obviously, to when you posted the uh, uh, Jordan Clarkson with my with my head on it. I appreciate that you'd give me a, uh, that you'd give me twenty a game in the NBA, but you better twenty a but game. But you better put some respect too much for you. on my assists and rebound numbers, B. Fuck sakes. Actually, you know what? Zero rebounds is accurate. I was gonna say you don't want yeah. that. I don't know Stay if I mentioned this on the pod before, but the way I fucked up my ankle for my last surgery was from a rebound landing on someone's foot. So I'm done jumping for rebounds. Safe as out the paint. <laughs> I'm just pulling up from three. But his assist numbers would be high, man. If you're getting 20 points, you're at least getting four to five assists. Yeah, a game. You know how I roll. I like to drive and kick, baby. Draw the double team, triple team. <laughs> And uh, fi- find my shooters, you know what I'm saying? The Donalds of the world stretch fours. All right, next up, we got an email from John McMillan. What's up, my dudes? 
tell Hammy G to stop womanizing and putting his finger in too many pies and get back on the board and bust out some of his famous full cab front blunts. Also get Wecking Ball on the podcast. Hammy G. My man, Hammy G. <laughs> Looks like he's up to no good. Got his homies emailing into the pod for him. Uh, Hammy G, you sound like a savage. If you can cab front blunt, but you're wasting your time chasing all the women, you got to find the balance, you dig? Come on, Hammy G. Fuck sakes. Shouts to Australia. Melbourne. All right, next up, we got an email from Keek the Sneak. Hey, Dono, nice tricks on your Instagram, but that hat looks like a condom on your head. <laughs> Come on, son. That's it? That's all you had to say? I feel like there's two people. That's it, man. Oh, cheers, guys. I feel like there's two people in the world, the guys who pull the toque down over their ears and then the guys who don't. This toque's just a little too fresh, man, a little too big right now. And yeah, it depends on the time of year. Fucking in the winter, I'm pulling that shit over my ears. But... He did have a point. That was looking like a fresh new blue condom on your head. But yo, it's all it's also a fire look, but you keep the sneak, man. Step your game up. Better check that bunt website real soon, you day. Alright, next up we got an email from Dale. What up, Bunt? Shouts from Florida. Hey hey, I'm in Florida right now. Shouts to you. Been listening to the pod for a while now. Episodes are always barn burners. Keep killing it. Quick question for you guys. What are your favorite skate clips? With jerseys being worn. Shit, B. Uh, Saifa's has to be the Nigel LeBron James oh combo. Oh, my God. It's uh, <laughs> something we'll never forget. I don't know. We've answered this question a couple times. I think I always say it's pretty two choices here for the most part. You can get your Beeble, your Beeble Manny's on. I think it was Switch Burial Heel, Switch Manny, Switch Ooh, 180. Switch 180 was Did that, Iverson, did that in an Allen Iverson football jersey. Oh, yeah. Get that right. And then B.A., man. Anytime B.A.'s rocking a hockey jersey, he's like the only one who can pull that off. So, either or. shit. Next up, we got an email from Nick Eeks, the good homie. What's up? It's been a wild few days in the NFL. Who do you guys think are the biggest winners and losers from the free agency frenzy? As of this first official day, I'm saying the Browns, obviously, and Niners are clear winners. Seattle just seems to be giving everyone away. Ready for the season to kick off. An old ghost almost had me heated with Nick Foles. Glad you stepped back and knew you couldn't hate on Big Dick Nick. Anyways, holler at your boys later. You coming at Nick Foles? Uh, I was, remember I was jokingly saying because someone said Kirk Cousins was overrated and I was like, hell no. Fucking Nick Foles is overrated, but I was like, I'm just kidding. Nick Foles got paid a $2 million signing bonus today. Oh, hell yeah. Monday, yeah. man. That's a good day for him. Respect. The winners, yo, honestly, after thinking about it, I think that Houston is going to be significantly better with the Honey Badger on defense. Add that to an already loaded defense. If that team can stay healthy, Houston is actually insane. But, Doc, even before free agency with the Marcus Peters trade, the Rams, I don't want to play the Rams, man. I especially don't want to be in their division and have to play them twice. Minnesota's been good. Philly keeps beefing up their team. Lots of teams improving, and there's a lot of teams not doing anything, man. I'm going with the Rams, man. I'm going with the Rams. Can't knock that answer. They're fucking. That defense is gonna be savage, and they already fucking were savage. Well, it's Todd Gurley too. I mean, Nick Eeks, man. My boy Nick. Do I even need to answer this question for you? You already know what the fuck it is. The Vikings, baby. I'm the fucking captain of the Captain Kirk ship, and we riding this shit to the <laughs> promised land, baby. Let's go. Talking about overrated. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got an email from Dushko. 
the Bunt Familia. What's up, Bunt family? Happier than ever that the sixth season has started. Been a long-time listener since Spenny Hammy had his interview. I was trying to put up with listening to the Nine Club before the Bunt changed my life. Anyways, playboys, two questions for both of you Gs. Firstly, what are your opinions on Frontside Smiths? Personally, I hate them, but still scoop to doing them. Secondly, what's a Frontside Smith that comes to mind from a video part you admire? I hate myself every time I do them, but still manage to make myself do one daily. Peace, big G's. Man, I'm pretty much in his boat, you know. <laughs> Front Smith's an easy one, feels pretty good, but uh, nothing you could be too proud of, that's for sure. I agree, love doing a high speeds Front Smith, especially on a ledge more so than on a rail. Little pop out mm-hmm. thing. But I mean, I guess I know what he's saying, like they're kind of played. You Front Smith like a 12 stair rail. That's the definition of a snooze fest, but still feels good. What else do we think about front smiths? Not much, man. They look better backside. <laughs> uh, a front smith that comes to mind. Did Jason Dill front smith the the wall at Pulaski? Oh, yeah, he did. He that, did. right? Yeah, and he like one. He that's like lands like a, in power slides. Yeah, that's a sick one. That was super dope. I got another one from a legend. The dopest one I can think of right now, Jamie Thomas. Down the rail that Nigel Fabi mm. 50 in Misled Youth, I think. Long hair? Yeah, that was fucking butter. Sucking up, are we? <laughs> Yo, that was fucking butter, man. Shouts to the chief. But yeah, these days, these days it's too much, man. Smith grinding like six kink rails and shit over it. Alright, next up we got an email from Ben Narlock. Hey, how's it button? I just wanted to write in and ask about John Koss. I've grown up watching his parts and he's one of my favorite skaters. I know he's Canadian, so I'm wondering if you guys know him and if you have any plans to get him on the podcast. Shout out to my fam at Familia Skate Shop and the Minnesota skate scene. Bunter out. Okay, what's poppin' Ben? Thanks for the email. John, you know, went through a big time injury last year. The guy's still getting back on the board, but that guy's actually insane, man. Nothing, he can do pretty much whatever he wants these days. Yeah, if you've ever skated with him in person, it doesn't take long to realize he's definitely one of the most talented dudes. That's the little homie. Get well soon, John, you fucking beast. And uh, shouts to you, Holmes. Feel like we, I feel like we get love from Minnesota, yo. We might have to visit there, go watch fucking Kirk Cousins it's, next it's year. It's all dude. your Kirk Cousins talking, man. It's all your Kirk Cousins talking. <laughs> no, this is before Kirk signed there. Fucks with Minnesota. Isn't that where um, Fargo's set? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. We, so, well, that's gonna bring you down there? That's, yeah, I love those accents. Get them in the accents popping. Yeah. John, get well soon, brother. All right, next up, we got a voice note from the homie Scott Sullivan. And he also said, was at the OKC Suns game last week. Gave me great pleasure to watch us shit on D Booker's bitch ass. Hell yeah. Um, all right, let's take a listen. What the fuck is really good, boys? This is Scott out here in Stoklahoma. You know, you guys throw around the term barn burner pretty often, but uh, watching that game just close out, watching my boys shit on y'all Raptors. So I got one question for you guys. You know, I don't think I've heard you guys put it out there. Curious as to what you guys think about the Olympics and if you could pick, you know, like one obstacle or like one thing to implement in the Olympics, what you think that would be, uh, whether that be the fastest kickflip 
or the highest switchback tail, whatever the hell it is, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, let us know what you think would be a cool addition to the Olympics, you know, outside of like regular tricks or, you know, regular X Games type style thing. Peace. Man, this game cheesed me more than probably any basketball game this year. Not only did Russell Westbrook take over at the end of the game and put our Raptors to sleep with some questioning refereeing, might I add, but I also was playing Russell Westbrook in the first round of the fantasy basketball playoffs and pretty much put the nail in the coffin on my matchup. Fuck, yeah, that's a that's a double heartbreak. We both call, called Raps 4-0 this week. They got blessed Sunday morning and literally ended Donald's season. 37 <laughs> points from Westbrook. It all came down to points in your fantasy matchup. It was all good till the fourth quarter, man. It was all good. This guy was hitting fucking bank shots and everything. But shouts out to OKC, man. We love watching him. Russell Westbrook did what he does. Steven Adams doing his thing. Shouts out to OKC, dog. Hell yeah. As far as an Olympic event, I'd like just a good old, good old fashioned fucking best trick on like something gnarly, like a five flat five with a rail down the middle and hovers on the side. A kinked rail or no? No, just straight. Five flat five. You ain't playing no games, huh? Just see that true talent, you know what I'm saying? Talent and uh, fearlessness. Yeah, I mean, other than like the obvious like runs, like classic contest format. I mean, what I'm suggesting is just a classic best trick, but fuck, it's kind of tough to think of. You're asking for a classic street week finale. That's what you want the gold medal to come down to? Think about it. I mean, it makes the most sense. Yeah, I guess I'm with you on that. Nice, good old-fashioned best trick. Can't go wrong. Yeah, on something gnarly. Some death-defying <laughs> shit. Keeping the gnarly blade sharp for the Olympics, man. Hey, thanks for the email, Scott. Fucking good luck to OKC in the playoffs. And just know, if we were to happen to meet you in the finals, <laughs> it'd be a wrap for your fucking no-bench-having ass. We got depth up in Toronto, you feel me? But yo, also, I like I like the addition of Corey Brewer. He's been balling the fuck out since he joined you guys. All right, y'all. Thanks for emailing in. Make sure to keep sending them in to thebunlive at gmail.com. Man, we hitting one voice note a week these days. Let's keep it up. Hell yeah. All right, my man. It's time for the rundown. The Skateboard World Source for Sports is back to the NFL where players are changing teams like musical chairs. Carlos Hyde is the newest Cleveland Brown. What does this mean for their draft order, man? Are they taking Saquon Barkley or are they trading down? Uh, they better, man. He seems like the surest bet, certified stud. Uh, kind of surprised by the Carlos Hyde move, but hey, if they can get both of them, why not, I guess? Yeah, something tells me that with all the moves they've made, and all the teams in the NFL that need a quarterback, they might be trading one of their top two picks, the first or the fourth. I think there's teams out there that would unload a lot to get inside the top four picks in this draft class. And next year, the quarterbacks aren't looking too nice. So it's now or never. So with Hyde moving over to Cleveland, the Niners have a void to fill and they hit close to home for you. The Minnesota Vikings have lost Jarek McKinnon to sexy Jimmy G, man. <laughs> Yo, those are both of my teams next year. So, you know what I'm saying? You, you know I fuck with. <laughs> A list of many teams. Yeah, but, I got like yeah. seven teams next year. But, you know I fucks with Jarek McKinnon, even though he kind of let me down in the fantasy playoffs. So I'm happy to see him pair up with my man. 
he's he's got a lot of running to do next year, and he might be on my draft radar. You feel me? Hey, man, Jarek McKinnon slides into uh, a pretty good spot. He's going to have a lot of uh, running to do, like you said. And the team's on the up and up, so it makes sense to me. Something that came to as a big surprise to many of us, the Green Bay Packers shockingly cut Jordy Nelson, man. What do you know that we don't? Bruh. Twelve and a half million was too much for his old dusty ass. I, did, I didn't really <laughs> fuck with the move just because how are you going to judge? He had like a career low in a lot of categories, but it's like, dude, yeah. you're playing with Brett Hundley. Two defining factors to that. Brett Hundley and he's coming back off a significant yeah. injury. I mean, I, I'd say he's going to have a huge bounce back year and like make the, the Packers regret it. But he's going to play with Dusty Derek Carr and his broken back. So why? It seems like the Raiders are on the downswing, and a guy like Jordy Nelson, I think he could have found a home pretty much anywhere. Lots of teams needed pass catching help, so that left me scratching my head. Too, yeah, man. wasn't I like Jordy Nelson, but I, I kind of feel bad. Like I, the, the Raiders seem like they're going nowhere fast, but we'll see. Hopefully, they can prove us wrong because I, I don't mind cheering for them. So the so the reason they. Uh, Ended up cutting Jordy Nelson. The Packers were able to sign Jimmy Graham, a sure-handed red zone target for Aaron Rodgers, something he's lacked in the past. What do you feel about the pickup? Yeah, fucks with that. I mean, I guess they're trying to focus more on Devontae Adams. Who's that running back that came up out of nowhere this year, too? Aaron Jones, I think yeah, it was. I mean, they, they got some weapons, but I, I kind of feel bad for Aaron Rodgers. Like, him and Russell Wilson, it's just like their franchise just puts more and more on their shoulders every year somehow. Like they shouldn't be cutting weapons. They should be fucking adding more. Yeah, well, they see the the window for Aaron Rodgers ain't going to be open forever, man. And losing Jordy Nelson was uh, what I'm going to say is a big mistake. Yeah. So the Raiders, like we said, added Jordy Nelson, which means they had too many pass catchers on their roster. They end up releasing <laughs> another one of your boys, Michael Crabtree. He ends up... Moving to the Baltimore Ravens, man. Another head scratcher. Why don't any of these guys just take a little bit of less money and go play with Jimmy G, dog? I don't get it, man. Michael Crabtree. A lot of people hate him after his goose egg in the playoffs, in the fantasy playoff finals. Yeah, hey, Baltimore. They can. They got a hell of a defense, too. The right offensive coordinator. It's not a bad team. A team that we love over here at the Bunt, the Houston Texans. Poised for a big year. D-Hop, me and you were both one year early on the man. Yeah. That's all right. You know, we stay ahead of the curve. You feel me? <laughs> but they added the Honey Badger to an already loaded defense. They got Merciless. They got, obviously, J.J. Watt. And they got Jadavion Clowney, which is already a loaded defense. To add a guy like this in the middle, man, it's going to put them over the top. And, hey, they go get to the championship game this year. <laughs> I'm calling it on wax right now. I mean, hey. If the young phenom can stay healthy, I fucking definitely agree with you. All right, let's slide over to the NBA. My man, this is something I think about doing from work every day. Ty Lu just pulled it off. The man <laughs> is taking a leave of absence. Shouts out to you, dog. Yeah, dude, this man is having chest pains and can't sleep. Going to bed at 9.30 a.m. Get well soon. Fucking never want to hear that shit. But uh, we all know fucking LeBron runs things for the most part anyway, so I'm sure they'll keep cruising. And Kevin Love's back tonight. Or when you hear this, he'll have been back. He'll be playing his second game still on my fantasy team off the waiver. Wee-oo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the ghost is alive and well in fantasy basketball right now. <laughs> 
So Damian Lillard and the Blazers are straight snapping right now. 13 straight wins. Is this the best backcourt in the NBA right now? Uh, maybe so. John Wall's injured. <laughs> Lowry's kind of having a down year statistically. And both Steph and Clay are injured. So uh, by KD, man. By default, right now, they are the best backcourt in the NBA. Damian Lillard is on another planet right now. Sneaky can't miss free throws. I mean, he still doesn't shoot the greatest percentage, but in the fourth quarter, he's automatic somehow. But you know what? I'm going to put this on wax right now. If they don't make a big trade and acquire a third all-star caliber type player, I think Damian Lillard is going to request a trade next year. D-Will ain't having it, eh? It's time for him to win. Yeah, like he, I don't know if you remember earlier in the season, he had a meeting with ownership, like just him. And, uh... I mean, the West is kind of fucked. They're not a true three. They're not a true third seed, you know. Like I think when push comes to shove in the playoffs, I give OKC the edge, even though they're lower in the standings. With Kawhi back, you give the Spurs the edge. They're in the third seed. They're winning 13 games straight, but they're not. Like you don't fear them, you know. But when the playoffs come, they've got two weapons. If you can shut them down, and neither McCollum or Dame are great defenders, you can expose them. And yeah, I just have a bad feeling if they don't get someone dope this year, and if they don't, if they get eliminated in the first round or something, I think Damian Lillard, as much as I'm sure he'd love to stay in Portland his whole career, he's fucking, he was a four-year player in college. He's not getting any younger, and I think that fool really, really wants to win a title, so. Two quick thoughts on the Portland Trailblazers. Dame, feeling the new haircut, <laughs> nice and swaggy, taking your game to the next level, man. Second, the third option, the Bosnian beast use of Nurkic is not to be overlooked, can change a game. Moving from one streaky team to another in the West, Utah, nine straight, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Jingling Joe Ingles doing their thing right now. Bro, this West is insane, man. Any given week, a team's going on a run and it's changing up the standings. Dude, the third to the ninth seed, 10th seed right now is insane. Just a week ago, Utah was in the 10th seed. They haven't lost in like two weeks or some shit. All the way up to the fucking fifth seed. Uh, me and you are huge fans of them. Obviously, you picked up Donovan Mitchell in our fantasy league off the waiver, and he's been uh, nothing short of an absolute stud all year out of nowhere. I drafted Gobert first overall. Yeah, I'm saying we got love for the Utah Jazz, and I'm, I'm so hyped for them. I love Gordon Hayward too. I'm hyped he landed on his feet on a butter team, even though he's hurt. Like it's it's good to see both teams doing well after that huge free agency move, you know? Mm -hmm. So one last NBA note. The Warriors are going through some serious injuries right now. Klay Thompson's out. KD's out. The Chef is out. I think they'll all be back by playoffs, and it's not bad timing for this to go down now. Yeah, it looks like they're going to concede that first seed. They're three games back of Houston right now, but Portland's like 12 games back in the third seed, so that's no stress. Uh, and fuck, we saw what happened two years ago, man. They lost to the Cavs after chasing 73 wins. They got banged up. Steph was like missed part of the playoffs, mm -hmm. and they're putting health first. I think Steph's going to be back this week. Clay, he'll be back from his broken thumb in a week or so, and KD's out for two weeks with ribs. But that, that gives them all together at least a week and a half before the playoffs start. So, that, yo, them in Houston, man. 
that's going to be a barn burner, and it looks like it's inevitable at this point. That's the championship before the championship, man. Can't wait to see it. Nah, don't, yo, up, don't sleep on the raps, yo, because fuck LeBron. He ain't coming out the East this year. Well, you know, just the Western Conference is always, the finals over there is always, is, is a great, it's great A competition, man. Yeah, I feel you, but for some reason, I could see the raps putting up a bigger fight in the finals than the Cavs this year. Hell yeah, whoever comes out the West is going to, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to take a lot out of them. It's going to be some serious games over there. Hopefully the Raps can get it done the first two rounds pretty quick. Yeah. They've, in years past, have always put a lot of pressure on themselves by coming out slow. Man, we always get stuck with those goddamn matinees, too. That's what fucks us, but it's a story for another day. All right, my man. You know what time it is. On Wax Weekly, I've been laying weekly ass whoopings on your ass (laughs) like it ain't a thing. 2-1 has become just the norm for us, but... You came back this week, you know, you trying to scratch and claw your way back into it. The Ghost successfully predicted the Rockets would beat the Pelicans and the Boston Bruins, who he's got a little run going with now, would beat Tampa Bay. Light work. Scored himself two points. And in the battle of the tanking teams, I correctly predicted Brooklyn would take down Dallas. Brings the total set to seven to four. Or uh, seven to five, seven sorry. Five, trying to do... Uh, Trying to discount one of those wins. But uh, here we go, man. You're within striking range. A 3-0 can change the game right now. I'm going to do you the honor of letting you pick all the games this week. All right, so first up, we're going to take it to fucking Philly. We got the visiting T-Wolves, Jimmy butler And you already know I'm taking the process B. Cameroon, stand up. So it's going to be a tough loss for you right there, man. Oh, you got faith in Wiggins? What else, what else, what else are you planning? All right, next. I got faith in Cat, man. And Teague. <laughs> Reggie, and Bede's going to shit on Cat. And then next, we're going to fucking Golden State. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you a little favor and let you have the Warriors. I'm going to take the Jazz, Rudy, and Donovan Mitchell. Ain't playing no games. They're coming to get that W still. This is just two weeks after proclaiming they were your Warriors. <laughs> I like where we're going with this. Yeah, but I'm trying to win these bets. And then last but not least, you can have your little Leafs taking on the Preds. It's a wrap, B. It's called 3-0, and it's called the lead still. I'd like you to know that Austin Matthews will be back this week. The Leafs are rolling. Went 3-0 last week with our backup goalie in there. Fuck. P.K. Subban's going to have another thing coming, man. All right, Doc. That's going to wrap up the show. Shouts to Vans, Steam Whistle. Time bomb trading, grand trading, and Brixton. <laughs>